bolt your doors, lock your windows, turn off your lights, and come with me into the Weird Darkness. I'm Darren Marlar, the creator and host of Weird Darkness, bringing you true stories of the paranormal, supernatural, mysterious, macabre, unsolved, and unexplained. New episodes seven days a week. Get the podcast at WeirdDarkness.com or search for Weird Darkness in your favorite podcast app. down. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Why not? Does it bother you? No. Why would it? I don't know. Can I poke your feet? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to see if I can. This is the lazy version of podcasting. I love it. Watch the mic drops out of the holder and hits <laughs> me in the teeth. <laughs> well, hello. This is True Crime in a Glass of Wine. I'm Sam. And I'm a Soren. What? What? Where's Jesse? I don't know. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. And God bless us, everyone. Is he ring, ting, tingling, ting, ting, tingling, do. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Giddy up, let's go. Let's look at the show. <laughs> Yeah, it's Christmas. It's pretty close to Christmas as we're recording. Jesse is busy. Soren is busy, but he doesn't have a choice. He has to be here. Someone has to be here because you guys don't want to hear me just talk to you by myself, right? You could just try and have multiple conversations with yourself, being different people. Ask me what we're doing today. Okay. Sam, what are we doing today? Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah. Are you sure this isn't moving? I feel like it's moving. It doesn't look like it's moving. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you three spoopy stories. Spoopy! Based around Christmas. Ooh. And you're going to tell me whether you think they're true or not. Okay. Simple, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All right. Squeeze me. I like it. Okay. No, don't, don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one is titled My Scary Christmas Story. I know, right? It doesn't tell you much, does it? This story takes place four years ago, and it still haunts me to this day. It was Christmas night, and my family were driving home from this fancy restaurant. I, unlike my family, wasn't tired, so the 45-minute drive seemed perpetual. On top of that, my little sister was cons constantly, consistently, <laughs> my little sister was constantly moaning about how her friend didn't get her anything for Christmas. After about 20 minutes of driving, my dad stopped at a gas station to get some cigarettes, and my sister decided to play a few... Wait. My sister... Uh, size 4 font. Hang on. My sister... That's right, you guessed it. My brother and mother all got out to pee. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the... No, I'm joking. <laughs> the end. That was true. <laughs> I stayed in the car, as I had already gone before we left. Like the smart one. That doesn't say that, but I mean, you should go potty before you go, especially if it's a 45 minute drive, right? No, you know, and how many times do your parents tell you to use the bathroom before you leave? I mean, somebody didn't follow their own rules here. Jesus. Mom. I stayed in the car as I had already gone before we left. Once they all left, I decided to play a game on my phone. I looked at the car clock and saw that 10 minutes had passed, so I immediately wondered what was taking them so long. 
As soon as I peered out the car window, I saw a man staring at our car. The man startled me as I didn't know how long he had been watching. What made it even more unnerving is that he wasn't standing in a, an illuminated part of the station. He was about five foot nine and looked to be middle-aged. Once he saw me notice him, he started walking towards the car. And I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't scared. Luckily, my dad came back with the rest of the family just as the man took a couple steps. My dad apologized and told me he had been in an argument with the cashier. These cigarettes should be $5, not $6. I don't know how much cigarettes cost anymore. Mm, I don't smoke, so I couldn't tell you. Where's Jeremy? Why is there an alcohol tax <laughs> while I'm driving my family? Okay. Uh Oh, the next line after the argument with the cashier is, I didn't care. I was just glad that my dad was with me. I took another glance at the man outside and he was still staring, but this time he had an annoyed look on his face. We drove off and for the rest of the car ride, I couldn't stop thinking about the man. This wouldn't have been too bad if it had ended there, but it didn't. Later that night, I was watching YouTube while everyone else slept and lucky for me, a storm was raging over us. I enjoy storms. It makes me cozy as I'm laying in bed. I put my phone down and just enjoyed the ambience. Ambience? Ambience. Who would say ambience? I don't know. I'm tempted me. to ask my friend's boyfriend. Well, he's no longer boyfriend. Husband now. He's from Britain. He says all things kind of funny. I love it. <laughs> just him, though. <laughs> just him. <laughs> <laughs> it had nothing to do with him for being from Britain. That didn't last for long as I heard something smash into the window behind me. I lurched forward and nearly fell out of the bed. I thought a bird had just smashed into the window. I parted the blinds and what I saw next haunted me. I saw a man standing out by my parents' cars, looking up in my room. I took a closer look and I nearly had a heart attack. It was the same man that I had seen at the gas station, only this time when our eyes met, he grinned. <gasps> Being the 14-year-old I was, I did the manly thing and... Screamed at the top of my lungs. My dad came running down the stairs, entered my room. What the fuck are you screaming? He said. I told him about the man. I explained everything that happened. My dad grabbed a baseball bat and told me to call the police. After ten minutes, the police turned up outside our house and found the man in our shed. He got arrested, and that was the last time I saw him. The next day, my dad inspected the house, and he found the handle of our backyard door had been damaged, but not completely broken. This gives me an eerie feeling... As if he actually managed to get in, he could have harmed us or possibly killed us. This is definitely falling. <laughs> well, now it's because it loves you. Oh. Yeah, I know. Cuddle it. Love it. <laughs> I'm going to sit up It now. is fuzzy. <clears throat> true or false? Let's try true. Why don't we do true? <gasps> it's true. What? Really? Yeah, it's true. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Damn it, I got it right. Fuck. I mean, what? <laughs> I wanted to be wrong. What do you think of that story anyway? That's just weird. I'm like, what did the guy do? Like, find some sneaky way to, like, follow you? When you're talking about him looking up through the window and grinning, I'm picturing a combination of Slenderman meets the Babadook's face. Ooh. that That's kind of what I was picturing. That would make it better, I think. Yeah. My phone started playing Collaborate a and someone listen. other's podcast for some reason. Sam is back with her brand new invention, something. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> what the fuck? Did I, did I miss something? You said stop. You got to finish the song, Sam. I don't know what the song is. Ice, ice, baby. 
do, do, Never do, heard do, it before do, in my do. life. That's a lie. <laughs> That's false. <laughs> it's true. It's false. Ready for the next one? Go for it. Oh, that was uh, that was from a dude. Um, his name is Scyther. Did we get this off of Reddit? This one was off of Reddit, I believe. I'm new to Reddit. It's kind of hard for me to filter stories. I have a Reddit section for you to look at. That's hilarious. I would love to see it. It's called Cause Penis. Oh, that sounds like exactly like it sounds like. Yeah, it's people who dress up their penises. It's hilarious. It's like unsolicited, solicited dick pics that you actually want to look at because they're funny. I don't know if we can... I don't know our listener base's age here. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of 30-somethings, but... Fair. Fair. Uh, if if you're underage and you saw this and you're getting in trouble, go to Sporkslord on Twitter. Because <sighs> it's his fault. <laughs> Not my fault. All right, next story. Yeah. This event happened when I was around six or seven. I'm 19 now, and pretty much nothing changed since then. So it was Christmas, and we gathered for dinner. It was my mother, father, sister, and aunt. I remember being a bit sick, so after dinner I decided I should lay down for a minute or two and went straight for my room. After a while, I seemed to have fallen asleep. My mom came in and asked me if I was better. I still felt pretty bad, and so she asked me if I wanted to go sleep with her. I thought it was a good idea. My father changed places with me. The next thing I remember was sitting on the side of my bed and crying like crazy. I was looking at my mom, and she said that I woke her up, just staring at her, not saying a single word. Of course, she got scared after the fifth minute, so it took five minutes for her to get scared. Strangest thing my kid has done, part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, I remember turning around so I could get up, and there was a shadow just sitting on the chair next to the bed. It was looking me straight in the eyes, even though I could not see its eyes. I knew it was looking at mine. I got so scared, I jumped in my mother's arms. She asked me what was wrong. I told her that I see something on the chair next to the bed. I couldn't stop crying. I looked at her, and behind her was another one, just walking in and out of the room, and it was not stopping. The fireplace was still burning, and on top of it... I'm just sorry, I'm trying to visualize something just, just like, in the room, out the room, <laughs> in the room. It it's, was not stopping. I, I know, that's why I'm saying, it keeps, it keeps doing it. It's like, it's like, I'm on one side of the Mississippi, I'm on the other side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I'm on the left side, I'm on the right side. The east side? <laughs> The fireplace was still burning, and on top of it was one more shadow. It seemed like it enjoyed the fire, just floating there, no sound, no nothing, just black mass like smoke in the shape of a man without a face. They didn't look like they were wearing any clothes. They seemed very skinny. They were perfectly shaped. My mom didn't stop asking me what was wrong, why I was crying. I couldn't speak. I was so terrified. The three shadows didn't move a lot or anything. They just stood there silently looking at me, waiting after a while, my father came in and asked the same questions, tried to calm me down. In the corner of the room was sitting a big Christmas tree with no lights on, so he thought it would calm me if the lights were on. After the lights of the Christmas tree lit, one of the shadows sitting next to the bed jumped like it got frightened and went straight in front of the tree, blocking the light. It was like it was trying to stop me looking at them. I could see that my aunt didn't want to enter the room, or so I thought. Maybe she was just keeping my sister from entering. The thing is, I remember I got more scared from the lights of the tree than, than the shadows themselves. After a while, they just vanished as they came. 
I was so tired from all the crying, I, I just passed out. I, I don't know if my mom asked me more questions or she just tried to avoid the questions I asked so she wouldn't scare me. What are you doing, computer? Since then, I still see in the corner of my eyes little black shadows just running on four. But when I look that way, nothing is there. True or false? True or not true? Did this happen or did it false? False. <laughs> it's true. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I censored myself that time. It's a little more out there than the last one, but shadow people? Well, I believe, I think shadow people exist. Um, makes me think of Waverly Sanatorium and, and uh, oh, where is it? I think it's it's either Kentucky or Tennessee. I don't remember what state it's in. Which is weird, because I actually really want to go to this place. They actually do tours and everything for it. The, play, the thing that's important is the thing at the place, not the place itself. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But they have one one of the floors on one of the hallways, I guess, as you walk down it, it gets engulfed by a big shadow person. Like, he starts off a normal size, and then Ooh. it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And But there's also, like, shadow kids that play up on the children ward and stuff like that, too, that people have said they've seen. So it sounds like a really interesting place to go. I thought shadow people are supposed to be a little more menacing. Oh. Engulfing a room in darkness? So you can't get out, can't see anything. Yeah, that could, that could be pretty menacing. Oh, I mean, right, you could stub your toe. You, you could stub your toe. Yeah. <sighs> ready for the last one? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. This last one is a lot shorter. Okay. One day sometime before Christmas, a farmer took his wife and seven children to get new clothes, and on the same day, they had their picture done. Then on Christmas Day, he and his oldest son went hunting out in the woods, but they ran out of shotgun shells, so he sent them to go town to buy more. The farmer went home and waited in his barn where two of his daughters walked by, and he shot them. He wasn't out of ammo after all. To make sure they were dead, he bludgeoned their heads in. Afterwards, he returned to the house and shot his wife, who was on the porch. Then he found the remaining children and shot them, too. Even the youngest, who was a baby, was killed. After the murders, he went into the nearby woods, and several hours later, he shot himself. But not before he took the bodies of his family and crossed their arms and put rocks under their heads. The only survivor was the oldest boy, who was in town buying shotgun shells. True or false? True. Because it's the... You don't know? I don't know the name of it, but it sounds familiar. It's the Lawson Family Murders from 1929. Dun, dun, dun. You know, the way you were saying that makes me think of one guy who does YouTube videos. And he talks like this. There have been many times where people think that they have may seen spooky things I, going on. I know on. what you're talking about. Yeah. Every time you click on a spooky video, he's like, let me tell you about the Lawson Family Murders. Yeah. He doesn't like. Yeah. The fall, yeah. nobody knows what really happened, but there are some theories. Yeah. One of the theories is he, the father had a head injury before it happened. A couple months before, I can't do him all day. He's yeah, he's I too know. Hard. Um, I have a hard a time. A couple months before the the father, um, Char Charles Charlie. I didn't write down the names. I wrote this like a like a creepypasta person, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just like, um, 
But he had a head injury, so people think that maybe he kind of lost his mind after that. It was a couple months afterwards. Well, I mean, that makes sense because, I mean, there's uh, been instances where uh, there was a guy, I wish I could remember his name, he had a railroad spike go through his head. Mm-hmm. And they were able to pull it out and he was fine. But his temperament and everything about him had completely done, like, a 180. He was night and day different. Yeah, um, head injuries are one of those serial killer trifecta things too you know i often wonder about that because i've had a a, in my accident like my head broke the dashboard (laughs) you know i'm lucky to be alive but (laughs) i wonder what my personality would be like today if it if that never happened or if it'd be the same you know um another theory is that uh the father witnessed and uh an organized crime incident and they were silenced and he didn't actually kill anybody at all. Just someone came along and killed them Dead to silence the family. The one kid was just gone and that's yeah, what... Yeah, he just happened to be getting shotgun shells, I guess. Um, and then there's another fun one. Uh, his older, his oldest daughter was rumored to be pregnant by him. Interesting. <clears throat> and, you know, it's kind of gross and disgusting and incestuous. But let me read this little thing from Wikipedia regarding that. It was not until the book White Christmas, Bloody Christmas was published in 1990 that a claim of Charlie sexually abusing Marie surfaced. Marie's the name of the oldest daughter. Beginning with an anonymous source who heard the rumor during a tour of the Lawson family home shortly after the murders. The day before the book was to be published, the author received a phone call from Stella Lawson, a relative who had already been interviewed for the book. Stella said that she had overheard Fanny's sister-in-law and aunts, including Stella's mother, Jetty Lawson, discussing how Fanny Lawson had confided in them that she had been concerned about an incestuous relationship between Charlie and Marie. So, my mother's sister's brother's daughter said that she's pregnant from dad. Like... (laughs) (laughs) So it might be true. It's one hell um, of a grapevine. Yeah, no shit. God, I regret reading every one of that. Every bit of that. I can't talk today. Um, another fun thing about the Lawson family murders is that after they died, um, the father's brother took the house and opened it up for like, for people to walk through and shit, like part of a tour kind of thing. Come see where everybody died. Yeah, and there was a cake that Fanny had made, and it was like a raisin something cake. There's raisins on it. And when people were walking through the house to go to the tour and shit, they start picking raisins off the cakes for, like, souvenirs. So, like, this house had a bunch of tragedy in it. I'll just take this. Eventually, they put a like a glass dome over it to prevent that from happening. And then much later, another relative of theirs actually took the cake and threw it out of the house into the woods. I don't know. There's a bunch of fun stuff going on with the Lost Family Murders, but that was it. I thought it'd be fun to throw like an actual history doodad thingy in there. I think that's neat. I like history. I like it a lot. None of them were false. I'm such a trickster. Ah, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky me. Sneaky. That's it. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Say hi to Jessie for me. I don't know where she's at. Hi, Jessie. Oh, hi. She's busy with Christmas stuff. I understand.
uh yeah okay fine um social medias just tcgw or true crime in a glass of wine um you can find me on twitter at don't call me sammy you can find soren on twitter at sporks lord right yep sporks sporks lord yep couldn't get the one that we mentioned last time no because it was taken go follow that guy too i guess and send us your emails at tcgwpodcast at gmail.com and go donate to our Patreon. And if you want to join the Discord, I've opened it to the public. So if you want to join it, uh, just go to either Twitter or the Facebook group and there's links for the Discord there. So thanks, guys. See you later. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Happy holidays.